0: This is the Parkinson's Fight Club, a podcast dedicated to empowering and inspiring those living with Parkinson's disease. I'm your host, Jamie Bryson. Welcome to the Fight Club podcast. I'm super excited this morning to have... My guest with me from all the way from Norway, Mr. Runa Vieta. Um, He's awesome. He's a friend of mine that I've uh, known for, what, a couple months now, maybe. Um, and uh, we're, we're excited to have him on to talk to us today to, to tell his story. Um, so he is a cyclist just like myself and today we're we're going to talk about his story and um talk about something very exciting that he's about to be a part of in just a couple of short months how many how long how far away are we from that right now do you know
1: oh we are like two and a half months away
0: okay so, yeah. so two and a half months so um even though i, I haven't known you for that long i kind of feel like i've known you for a long time <laughs> so um as I said, Runa lives in Norway, in Sandefjord, Norway. Did I say that right?
1: Uh, almost, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh,
0: suddenly. there you go. Yeah, yeah. You said it way better than me. Um So he, he lives there with his family. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's in 2009. Yes. um You were in your mid-30s, I guess.
1: Yes, I was uh, 34 when diagnosed,
0: yeah. Okay. So you were actually younger than I was when you were diagnosed. And so now you're 48 and going strong. Um, you're retired. He he was a teacher and an educational therapist and a family therapist. So now he's enjoying his second career as a Parkinson's advocate, right?
1: Something like that, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you've actually channeled all those professional skills you had into being a rock-steady boxing coach, and a Parkinson's advocate, as I said, in Norway. Um, And in terms of exercising, Runa loves table tennis, boxing, and cycling, of course. And Runa had actually deep brain stimulation surgery in 2020, so a few years ago now.
1: Yep. So three years ago, yeah. Time flies.
0: Yeah, when you're having fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man, I'm so glad you're on with us. I'm looking forward to uh, our discussion today, and I think the audience is really going to um, get a lot out of this. So um, just we'll start out by telling telling us about your Parkinson's journey. Um, tell us how it all started for you.
1: Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me, Jamie, and it's really nice to be here. Absolutely. I, I really like uh, your spirits and also your your Facebook group and the the, the Fight Club uh, metaphor, or what we should call it. It's really, really good. So
0: Yeah, it's great having you a part of it. Yeah. So
1: and right now I'm into, uh, I, I was challenged this very morning, actually. <laughs> so push-up you... Bishop month of April, it's going to be hard.
0: Uh, we're going to get so strong, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, he, what he's talking about is uh, I, I challenged the Fight Club group this morning, or yes I guess it was last night, to to take on a personal physical challenge um, for the month of April, which is Parkinson's Awareness Month. And I am going to do 100 push-ups every day for the month of April. And I guess you're going to do that with me?
1: I got two hundred on one
0: Oh, okay. I like it. I love it. I love it. So, okay, um, we'll have to have a competition on that one then.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about doing the same as you. Yes. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yes.
0: So. Yeah. So yeah. Tell us. Tell us your story, man.
1: Sure, I will try to do that. You know, I was uh, diagnosed in 2009 after having recognized some some uh, symptoms for a couple of years. And when I got down, I sort of, could look back into uh, probably years back to see and uh, to find uh, some symptoms that I didn't realize, or uh, I was not aware of then. You know? But I had some, um, uh, my, when I was running, I was running a bit and jogging and doing exercise like that. And then I had my, my foot was not, my left foot was not working properly. You know, I, I could hear there was a different noise from my left foot and rather than my right foot when I was. Jogging or running on the on the tarmac and so on.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: And also on my left hand, my fine motor skills there were becoming poor and poor. You know, I when I should I was eating with uh, I tried to, to turn my fork that was very difficult. Okay. I, I was holding a book, try and reading, and my fingers got sort of stuck.
0: They yeah. Yeah.
1: So and then I suddenly I found out that I had to go uh, to the doctor and. Uh, but, uh, to find out for this, you know, and that sort of was the start to, to quite a quick, quick uh, search for, for what it was. And I was diagnosed then in autumn 2009 at the age of 34.
0: Yeah. So was it a pretty quick diagnosis from the doctor when when they saw you, or?
1: Yeah, he, he did this uh, this uh, he sort of uh, the uh, found out in my, my wrist, you know. That, that he, yeah. And did then, you do that thing? Yeah, and also he, he felt, he was feeling in my wrist, you know, the tic-tac. What you call it in English, it's the sort of...
0: Uh, Dystonia, tick-tack. maybe? No, it's just rigidity, you know. A oh, rigidity, yeah, yeah. okay. So, yeah, it just, just not get through it, it to work. Way. Okay.
1: It's working, but it's, it's not smooth at all. It goes tac 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 tac
0: Oh, my oh, wrist, gotcha. But, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah,
1: so so that, I know, then it, just to be sure, sort of, it's, so they sent me to... Uh, the DAT scan thing—I don't know if you've done that, but
0: that was sort of part of my. my I did it. Yeah. I did a DAT scan. So yeah, so yeah. you had a DAT scan done. Yeah, I had. You
1: know, that's I showed clearly that there's a reduction of my dopamine production, or dopamine levels actually
0: up, at so, so I'm curious—is it—is it typical in Norway for anyone who is being diagnosed to get a DAT scan?
1: Uh, at least for for. Uh, People at my age uh, or our age. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But also, uh, older people will get that scan very often,
0: I think. Okay. But, yeah. Sometimes in the United States, people don't get them because insurance doesn't like to pay for it in certain cases and things like that. So that's why I was wondering.
1: Yeah, right, right. We have a different system here. You know, we have a social security, right. public social security system. But sometimes, you know, the, the diagnosis is pretty clear. Uh, in the without the, the that's
0: right. yeah yeah so but but yeah, definitely that confirmed it for the doctor,
1: yeah for yeah. you very clear about that And he also very, was quite quick to rule out those more even more serious parkinson's diseases like uh, the M, uh, yeah with all those other letters behind you know parkinson yeah. yeah oh
0: yeah, yeah, so, and that was uh,
1: good good to rule out too.
0: Yes, definitely. Okay, so um, you had the diagnosis, and kind of how did things go for you after that? Uh, for the first,
1: yeah. Well, you know, uh, yeah. Like uh, my symptoms uh, was not that bad. You know, I I could live with not turning the fork. I could use the hand, and uh, I was doing exercises already. You know, and so the symptoms wasn't that uh, that. Uh, and did not have that impact in my everyday life actually so but I started medication and and it was i said this was that's a the medication and and uh, but uh, you know getting to know the diagnosis, to read about it and to, to to know what this is this is and to sort of starting to to process it uh, in a in a mental way also it was it's hard you know and I was oh yeah. I was like you. I was a young man, you know. I was in my mm-hmm. middle of thirties. I had a family. Yeah. My, I had two boys that was at that point of time they were one and three years old when I was you. Wow, years. yeah,
0: that's very young, yeah,
1: yeah. And and uh, they they sort of they couldn't recognize anything then, you know. But my my uh, biggest concern then was how my role as a father would be would be in the future. Yeah, when I was. At that age I'm looking forward uh, like fourteen years ahead, you know, I was really worried how going to be as a father when I'm forty-eight years of age and my boys are fifteen and seventeen, you know, like they are now.
0: So would you would you say that at forty eight you're doing better than maybe you thought you were would be at that time?
1: Yeah, sure. So with the diagnosis, you know, I was really scared yeah. that that I not would work at all, you know, my function would would be so bad that i couldn't do anything with my boys at all so but not right now you know this is april and i was i'm just challenged to do 100 push-ups a day for the april and i just challenged my boys to do the same you
0: know oh yeah
1: yeah so at least my youngest uh, and his friend is all. <laughs> that all that's a great
0: idea actually I'm, I'm gonna i need to get my kids in on it too huh <laughs>
1: <You could>. Yeah,
0: <laughs> i should um So, you know, I love that because I I went through that too, you know, where you're right after you're diagnosed, you're just, you, you don't know any, you don't know what's going to happen and it's really scary, but seeing where you are now is really awesome, you know, and knowing what you're about to, what you're about to do here in a couple months, would you have ever imagined that you would cycle across Europe when, right after your diagnosis?
1: Uh, no i i would wouldn't know no not at all and, uh, that was uh, if I knew that then then i would will just uh, relax you know that this is going to be yeah. fine and it's it's been a, a a good journey as well you know for for these years even with the diagnosis and, and, and but we have to also be honest that it's not it's not a joke this Parkinson's and disease it's no, serious, serious stuff you know yeah so but still we we got to fight and we, and we are in there and we're going to be in there we not we will not Back down, very easy at all.
0: Yeah, but it's uh, you're a testament to the to what happens when you fight back.
1: Yep. So, but uh, this uh, journey you're talking about that uh, we are going to cycle uh, to the World Parkinson Congress in Barcelona it's a part. Of, I'm going to be a part of the bike to Barcelona from Brighton to 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 the World Parkinson Congress there in June uh and that's going to be a great challenge actually and uh, it's going to be great sure. fun great great fun too yeah
0: yeah so. yeah so. um so uh, just backing up a little bit what was your you you mentioned that you exercised some before you had parkinsons um what was your exercising regimen like before parkinsons and then what was it like how did that change after you got the diagnosis
1: yeah, I think about that. It's it's been a while, you know. So I don't I actually don't quite remember the, the detail of my everyday routine. Right. Yeah. but I, I sort of always been a sportsman and doing exercise from okay. my a mm-hmm. youth. You know, I've been playing handball, as we call it here. It's a great yeah, yeah. board, board mm-hmm. game and so on. And I also mm-hmm. studying at the, at the University of Sports and Physical Education for many years. And so sport and exercise has been a part of my life all the time, actually. So and I was I was pretty fit and in good sh- shape before the diagnosis and sort of kept that going just also afterwards, you know. So but and, and I kind of sometimes you know in our our community, Pakistan community here in Norway and so and around, you know, any people that uh, get diagnosed they haven't been exercising before and right. that's good and that's dynos sort of is a big change for, for them, you know. And, they start, and then they, they have the development, you know, after not right. exercising at all. So, so some of them are better in better shape after two years into the diagnosis than they've ever been in, in their life, you know. Yeah. And So I kind of envy them in a way, you know, to, to, to have the opportunity to, to, to develop, you know. But because I I couldn't get better in all the things I've done before. You know, I could never be yeah. a better, better hammer player or, or an EP fencer that I was prior to diagnosis, you know, but, but there's, then this boxing came into my life as well, you know, and that's after yeah. the diagnosis.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell so, me about that. Yeah. Tell sure. you got into that.
1: Yeah. The rock steady boxing sort of movement or wave of family or what we should call it has been a big part of, and a great part of my life after the diagnosis. And it took a couple of years before uh, I met some of my good friends in the, the community here in Norway, but like in 2013 and around there, a couple of uh, younger people of YOPDs came together in Oslo and we wanted to, and we met and we wanted to, to exercise together and we, and we sort of wanted to paint some football or soccer or whatever you call it over there. Yeah. yeah, And, yeah, and, and uh, we also... Uh, some wanted to do some boxing for some reason, you know. Okay. And I also I also been, always been fascinated by by boxing and so on. And then in 2013 uh, two of the of, of, of us I was not there, but two of the other guys went to Montreal for the World Park and Congress there. Yeah. And there they they met uh, these people from Rocksteady Boxing. And uh, okay. yeah and got got really fascinated by by this uh, exercise form and regime you know because it's sort of it's a lot of boxing but it's also adapted to to Parkinson's and right yeah and the boxing the the boxing coaches they know a lot about about uh, Parkinson's as well you know and then they came back and we, and we got we got sort of really really uh, engaged in this uh, this thing and and I connected with the, the Norwegian Boxing Association and we sort of started a project there to get this over to Norway, you know, because this was all U.S.-based. Okay. In, yeah, from Indianapolis. Which okay. It started, yeah. Yeah. But they, they had, already well, then, they had some uh, trainer education, so you could you could be certified in this rock boxing method uh, as a coach. Uh, but you had have to, have to to fly over to Indianapolis to, to get certified. You know?
0: And so, so you did that?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I did that too. But I sort of uh, started a project that we, where we got some fundings to do this, and we and we got in, in connection with the, the best boxing club in Norway, the, in Oslo, Oslo Boxing Club, and yeah. The, yeah, the coaches there. So uh, first, we sort of sort of just started for by ourselves with the coaches there to do some what we call pockets boxing. But, okay. And then, and then in 2016, we, we flew over to Indianapolis. Uh, me, um, myself, and two other uh, and Alt, some other with Parkinson's, and two coaches from uh, Oslo to Club, and uh, also to uh, healthcare personnel from our rehabilitation institution in Oslo. And we all got uh, certified as coaches there. And we also then went to the World Parkinson Congress in Portland, that was in 2016. So oh, okay, journey. that was
0: good, yeah. yeah.
1: And then we flew back and then we sort of started the Rocksteady Boxing uh, in Australia as a, an affiliate from there. I was living in Oslo at, at that time. Right. And, yeah. And then we also we applied for more fundings uh, from uh, a uh, foundation here in Norway. We got some monitors to start a, a national project to, to, to spread this boxing and the Rocksteady Boxing around in Norway. Uh, and we had we started to do some training camps in Norway too, where we, in collaboration with with the, the office and the, the the organization in Indianapolis, the rostered boxing there. So we sort of I had now we have seven uh few wow. in Norway, yeah, around in Norway. That's
0: awesome. It is, yeah. it is. So it's a lot of of uh, people with Parkinson's
1: in Norway that do boxing and rostered boxing and stuff. Part of the the everyday or weekly weekly exercises actually.
0: That's, That's really cool. And so you're you're teaching classes. How many days a week are you doing that now?
1: Yeah, uh, here in 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 Westfall, which, is, which is the county around here, we have uh, we have uh, two classes that I teach, and also one uh, additional class. And uh, but I also for myself, I, I travel to Oslo to my old club in there every Thursday right. just. Yeah, just to, to, to get the exercise for myself, you know. Because when, I, when I'm coaching, I don't uh, get that much that much of exercise myself. But,
0: but oh, so, that makes so. sense.
1: Yeah, but point, you, you know. Yeah, for, at the, for the boxing part, it is, you know, for all the the, the, the start up and the warm up with the with the Parkinson specific moves and so on, I, I can do still. when I, I'm teaching, though. So. Right. And we always sort of add, we get new things into that regime as, as we as we learn new things from from speech therapists and or the physiotherapists that we, we sort of collaborate with. So so it's uh, it's, a, it's a really good thing and it's a really Parkinson specific exercise, but it's fun and it's it's a great thing to do.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's almost kind of like a little bit of physical therapy, where you know uh, the big and loud treatment that they do. Because you, I know you've told me a little bit about how you know you 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 shout during yeah. it and you do certain movements to help with balance and things like that.
1: Yeah, we do that. A lot of Parkinson's specific or anti Parkinson's. Uh, but also the boxing itself is is really really. It it gives us everything all we need actually in yeah. in, in the boxing exercise and. But boxing is cool and really fun though. Yeah, and not all it's cool.
0: Yeah. It's not boring for sure. Yeah. yeah. So maybe one day I'll get down to, there's one in Dallas. Um, you know, maybe yeah. one day I'll get down there and do a class or something.
1: You should. So or you should fly over, just fly over to Norway. <laughs> I do just enjoy for a while. Like.
0: Yeah. Um, if you have any connections with the airlines, <laughs> you could, uh, <sighs> get me some tickets to come. I'll be there. Good. Um, so tell me a little bit about cycling. When did you get into cycling?
1: Yeah, uh, I learned to cycle as a very young. Yeah, but I started uh, exercise cycling. It was uh, a couple of years before my diagnosis. Actually, I was uh, okay. Yeah, I was cycling uh, the mountain bike in Oslo, and uh, when I was just, I was doing handball and playing handball a lot for a while, and I was sort of uh, stopped doing that. I, I did cycling picked up uh, a little bit, and the outdoor cycling. And since then, I've sort of been doing that as a, as an exercise, you know, auto cycling. And also, I switched a little bit more to, to road bike. Uh, that was a couple of years into my diagnosis. Actually, I bought my okay. road, road bike. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, and and we did a, we had a project there as well, you know, to to do some some uh, some rides on the road bike with people with Parkinson's. So, yeah. Here in Norway, we have a, a one huge uh, race that's called. The, it's sort of kind of a big challenge, you know. It's from the from Trondheim, so the third largest city in Norway, until Oslo. That's sort of the longest leg, and it's that's for the really really crazy crazy guys that cycle like that alone, and also the big teams, you know, when they like in a, a huge group. It's yeah, it's 540 kilometers or something like wow. that. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty far.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is. You know, and they do it in in uh, the best teams that uses like twelve uh, hours or something around that. I don't know exactly, but they're really really quick. You know, but they are shorter yeah. legs, shorter legs too. You know, and uh, and we did one from a couple of years there. We had so had a team with people with Parkinson's with our friends and we were doing the, the leg from Lillehammer where the Olympics were in 1994. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the leg there and to Oslo that follow the same route as as the, the other ones, which is 191 uh, case. And that's
0: that's and, pretty far, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, but it's pretty fast though, and and uh, so that's uh, okay, and it's really, really good fun and a great project to sort of exercise uh, too and have as a, a goal for for the year, you know, during the winter time, yeah. just a spinning and so on. So, but I also have to mention that in 2015. Uh, the, the other team was still cycling from, from Lillehammer but my brother and me and a friend of mine Ole which you might know uh, from Swifty from, from, from these days we yeah. did we did uh, this uh, a little bit longer like not as far as from Tonheim but in between there so we, we cycled uh, 360 k's that day in June uh, 2015 and that's okay uh, so the longest ride I've done, and that was uh, that was hard, and it was yeah, but, yeah.
0: I bet so. It was a long day, probably.
1: It was and an, almost a long night. Yeah, we used
0: to, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were still you were still riding at night. What when the sun went down?
1: Yeah, we crossed the finish line just about uh, the, over midnight or something like that. Wow, yeah, starting early morning. So.
0: so, how many how many cyclists with uh, Parkinson's? were involved in that project that, you know, just the riding outside and stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, this, uh, this was in my, uh, Oslo. It, we were like, uh, seven or eight people with Parkinson's all together there. And, and we also brought some, some, uh, relatives and guests and friends into the team. So, so we were sort of a, a team, uh, cycling from in then, those, those years. And we also collaborated with some uh, cyclists in Denmark. Uh, that's okay. Sort of have a cross, cross country, you know, cross sectional thing that yeah, as well. Uh, so, but so is good fun, you know, but it's also can be challenging with the balance for some after a while. So yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I think we've talked about that. You you can ride outside still, right? But you just you have to be a little bit careful. I think is what you told me.
1: Yeah, I can. You know, but when. Uh, Turning my head and looking back, I, I need to sort of uh, plan that. <laughs> so and also, yeah. uh, and also still after my DBS, uh, things to work much better. And but it's Parkinson also catching up with me, you know. So my left hand is, is not very good. So changing the gears uh, okay. on that side, which which is the front 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 uh, is uh, I also need to sort of plan that for uh, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So all those, those things, uh, yeah. Okay, so that, cool. yeah, but that's, that's why it's good to, good to have uh, family and friends around, you know, and my brother is, is training us for the ride to, to Barcelona as well.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about that. So we mentioned it, you mentioned it. So you're riding with a group of people from basically from the outskirts of London, right?
1: Yeah, actually, it's from Brighton in southern, uh, southern UK. Oh, to, okay. To yeah, but but we we have three or four Norwegians, uh that are going to join the group. We have three three people with Parkinson's there and my brother, and we're going to fly to to London Gatwick, and we want to cycle from there to Brighton.
0: And oh, London. okay.
1: Yeah, and everything. How far carry. is that? Uh, from London Gatwick to Brighton, it's like uh, fifty case or something like that. Yeah. Okay. There's also there's a, a hill there that's sort of famous. They, they they tell us, so we are looking forward to that.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna get it get it going early then.
1: Yeah, early on the 16th of June we fly to to, to on the 15th and we still go to the hotel there and then we start early because we are, we are uh, meeting the rest of the team in Brighton and we start all together from there. Uh, in the afternoon or early, early afternoon, to New Haven, which is sort of a fifteen case or ten k or something, from Brighton, and then we take the ferry over to Dieppe in France. Okay. Yes, and start uh, from there the next next day.
0: So basically, how many? Da- it's two weeks approximately. How many days is it going to be that you're going to be? Riding? Yeah,
1: it's going to be sixteen days, and okay. uh, with one rest day in between there. Yes. Okay. Sixty
0: days exactly. So you're basically going to ride across France. Um, yeah. A few a few weeks before the the Tour de France comes. So you're you're like the uh, you're like the opening act, right, for the tour. yeah
1: yeah. So like we call it <laughs> actually we have the name Tour de Parkinsons. Bike yes. To yeah.
0: It's awesome. And so you mentioned that there's some other Norwegians. There's other people on the team. Like there's some Canadians, some Brits. True. This
1: is an international team there from, from, uh, from U- or the UK team, we sort of call us, because there are also other teams. I had to mention that, you know, this is a team in Spain yes. that's going to cycle to Barcelona. And there's also a team from, from Italy that's going to bike to Barcelona. Okay, cool. Yeah. But in, in the UK, UK team, uh, we are sort of a truly international team, you know, there's some, UK-based uh, people there, both with Parkinson's and, and, and not. And we have four other regions. And there's uh, one from Australia that's going to fly all the way to UK to cycle to Barcelona. And there are some uh, from Canada as well. You know.
0: Are there any Americans on that team or are there some uh, on the other team? No. Okay.
1: I think they are from Canada uh,
0: yeah. So, not, not sure, but yeah. so I w- I was kinda hoping that I would be the the American on the team, but maybe yes. next time. Maybe next time,
1: right? Eh? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, um so uh, how many people on the team I know some people on the team don't have Parkinsons, but how many do you do you know off the top of your head how many on the UK team have Parkinsons?
1: Yeah, that's I know. We are nine people with Parkinsons. Okay.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So there's 9 people with Parkinson's that are going to ride their bikes. How many total kilometers? Uh,
1: 1,600 uh, kilometers approximately. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's great. So that's like 600 something miles, I think, total. Uh, you know, sorry. we have we have some American audience, so okay, you know, I have no. to yeah. I have to talk to the American <laughs> audience a little bit.
1: All
0: right. And yeah. we're breaking rule number 24, so sorry about that. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And so it's also about root breaking in the roof. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, okay. So with one thousand six hundred Ks. Yeah. That's about thousand miles,
0: I think. Actually, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd have I'll have to do the math at some point. Um, yeah. so that's exciting. Um so you I think you said it's gonna be like maybe seventy to hundred Ks per day, something like that.
1: Yeah, well, the average is uh, a bit, little bit over 100 cases, I think. Okay. Yeah. So, and we're going to, on the 2nd of July, we sort of hope to arrive here in Barcelona. We will arrive in Barcelona on the 2nd of July. There's going to be a, a welcoming party
0: there. Yeah, so that's so, going to be awesome. Yeah, all the riders, both from, from
1: UK and from Italy, and also local from from Spain around
0: and then, yeah. So, you guys are going to be getting there just in time for the start of the World Parkinson World Cong- Congress there in Barcelona. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's true. That's our goal. So, yeah. that's really cool. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of people out there that know that people with Parkinson's can even do something like that. Um, do you? Do you have? You know, how do you feel about that? Are you? Are you nervous? Do you? Are you? Um, do you feel like it's going to be really hard? How, how are you? How are you feeling oh. here, two months out?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think it's going to be hard, definitely. Mm. You know, not I, I've been riding one hundred k's before, you know, longer than that, but not uh, like fifteen or sixteen days after each other or in a row. So, so in the day four, day five, like or day three, maybe I, I think I, I'm going to be really feeling that this is is a challenge for real. You know? But uh, but I'm really looking forward to that. I think I have the capacity to 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 make it and do it. And I've been doing a lot of exercise so far, and I've been using Swift as a tool for this. And and that's a really great tool, at least uh, during winter time. You know, to to, to be inside and to to, to cycle, cycle there and to or spin. Or, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that's actually how we met, right? Um, True. We, we met through the Zwift
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Parkinson's group. Yep. So So it's yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you no, know, yeah, it's just a a great a great thing,
1: you know, as to, both to, to get to know you and to to, to meet new friends like this. And yeah. That's sort of and sort of really a powerful powerful thing. I, I sort of stopped started to, to uh, stopped up. I stopped and, and then I started thinking about this uh, that this uh, pro- sort of project if you can call it that to, to do SWIFT and to, to to cycle indoor like this and the project of 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 uh, bringing people together in this meetup and in this this exercise and the trainings it's, it really makes sense to me you know and it's it's a it's an important thing for me as well to 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 feel and to and to be a part of this and to meet new people and to meet you and to get to know you even though you are in Texas and I'm all the way up in in on the other side of the world and still here we can and we meet and we sort of get to know each other and we we can share some of the same experiences and some of the same challenges and we can learn from each other both in the Parkinson things but also in life otherwise yeah. you know at yeah, it's, it's really really a good thing and it, it makes sense and sort of a kind of coherence and, and meaningful thing to, to, to
0: do. Yeah. yeah, no, no, the group has been awesome for me. Um, you know, I, it's just great to have a, a group of, of guys that, and, and girl ladies, um, that get together and cycle, you know, very regularly. And, and not only do we get to ride our bikes, but we get to chat, you know, um, sure. cause we do video calls and, and that's, that's a really cool piece, you know? And it's like you said, I've, i learned a lot, from you guys already is uh, about Parkinson's and just, you know, the other day I found myself watching a football match with a bunch of Norwegian <laughs> people <Yeah. laughs> rooting for Norway. So that was kind of, kind of fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a really good time. How did, by the way, how did you get involved in that Zwift group? Yeah,
1: well, we started, I started to do Zwift uh, a couple of years ago, just a year or two in, into the pandemic, I think, and with my after my DBS and I was sort of uh, a lot of energy, and just wanted to exercise more. So I I, I bought this uh, this equipment to start doing it, and uh, a and and yeah yeah a trainer I yeah. A trainer yeah. So because we were doing uh, this uh, race uh, again, not the same as earlier, but in the western parts of, of uh, the, the country. I sort, of, I sort of had to sort of try, try and get more fit to that race. Yeah. And we were and we were a couple of, of guys that uh, were going to do this. and we sort of started to to shift together, and that's I sort of started to get to know the, the opportunities in in the program with these meetups and and to do to cycle together in there. As, at the same time as we do could do video calls and. I just realized that this is sort of a, a perfect tool for, for cyclists that's going to, at least in Norway, when, when winter is long and so on, but, but also for us with Parkinson's. Because you have this feature in, in the, the program that it's called Keep Everyone Together. You know? yeah. So, so in, in the program, all your our avatars are inside there, they're keeping together, even though some are producing like 250 watt about, and some are not doing that, you know. So you can be, have a bad day or you can be in bad shape but you can still be together. And yes. And the feature is, is uh, it's so genius to, to us with mm-hmm.
0: Parkinson's in many ways. Yeah. It's perfect, yeah, because like you said, you know, we, as long as you're pedaling, um, you, you could stay with the group, you know. Yeah. If you So, you know, you could be putting out, you know, 20 watts, 30 watts or whatever and you could, you're still hanging with the group, so... I definitely think that's cool. Um,
1: it is. So, but, but and, and also for, for me to, I, I sort of organized and still organize many of these meetups in, in, in this group that we now call, the, call SWAP, you know? Yes. Swift against the Parkinson's. That we call it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that also makes, it's meaningful to me to to, to, to do that because the the, the meetings and you know, our uh, appointments sort of uh, keeps me on track too, you know, that I have to do Absolutely. it. It's uh, motivating as well. Rather than do it on my own, you know, I, I still do some, but not as much as I've been doing right now.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, when it comes to exercising, I, I don't think it's just people with Parkinson's, but just people in general, It's it's easier to show up at the gym or show up at a, at a bike ride when you, when your buddies are waiting on you, you know, sure. um, when you're going by yourself, it's sometimes easier to, to not get out of bed or, you know, quit early or whatever, just because you're, you know, but when your buddies are there, you're like, Oh man, I can't, I can't skip because they're going to, you know, they're waiting on me. They're going to be, you know, yep. so I think that's very helpful for anyone, honestly, to have a group like that. So it's, it's super awesome.
1: It is, and now the, uh, my group is in the basement or in the or in the living room, wherever you, you have your indoor trainer. You know, that's where where uh-huh. I find find my group. And that's much easier than I have to travel uh, far away to. And at least in in Norway, you know, we, people live uh, far up in the mountains alone, and uh, st- still they can sort of do this together. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. technology has been very helpful for stuff like that. For sure,
1: it has, uh, and also the pandemic actually sort of uh, gave us a boost. But That's there's, true. There's still, a lot of uh, people that don't, are not aware of this opportunity, kind of, and that they, and it's also a sort of you, you need a, a you kind know, train trainer. It's a, so some technical issues before you sort of can get started and get into this. So that's why we also started this uh, this uh, this group. And we also started this cycling club that we call swap
0: then Swift against parkinson yeah so so we
1: we have founded this cycle club and we call it swap we also have this web page now that we're going to launch very soon oh
0: cool we,
1: yeah so we're sort of starting to 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 provide some information about how to, to get into this all these things and, and what to actually do on this it's meters and, and
0: events and so on. so you bring up some you bring up a really good point is that um you know to be able to be get involved in doing what we do you have to have a bike um either either like an outdoor bike or a possibly a stationary indoor bike but it has to be a specific type of indoor bike that would work with the zwift program bluetooth yeah. And if you if you have a bike already, then you you need to buy a trainer. So and it, it needs to be a smart trainer. So so there are some sort of um you know barriers, I I think for some folks who might be listening to say, Hey, I want to be involved in that, I want to get involved in that. Um and actually one one of the things I've been thinking about is how can we uh help people who may not have those resources to be able to get uh a trainer or get a stationary bike um so are yeah. you guys working on something like that already as well
1: yeah we're sort of trying to figure out that you know because yeah. this this kind of really one of the barriers is uh so sort of economical thing you know it's right. kind of a bit yeah. expensive but there are also sort of pretty cheap uh, solutions there that also works all right you know the, the very cheapest are not uh, that uh, Easy to to, to do it. There are possibilities there as well, you know, to, to just uh, do it in a pretty cheap way. But, but uh, there are sort of stages. There sort of a, a continuum from very cheap to, to extremely expensive, and on that line, the sort of you have different choices. So to kind of provide people with with opportunities of different uh, different levels of this, and what you sort of get from one, and what you lose by choosing another one. That is sort of a our main goal also for, for this swap club, I think.
0: Yeah. 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 Um I should mention that there's another group called that that's called Pegs, which is Parkinson's exercise group for Zwift, and there actually is a Facebook group that you yeah. can get into. I don't know does Zwap have a Facebook group yet?
1: Uh, no, we don't have that okay. yet because we are sort of uh, men much of the same people in Pegs and in right. Swap. Uh,
0: yeah, so, there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, yeah, which I so, found out. Yeah,
1: well, that's good. That's cool. You know, so if you find the pegs on, on Facebook, you find swap too, and if you just yeah. find swap, you will find pegs as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Good
0: so thing. if anybody's out there and they're trying to find us, that's look at one of those places and you'll find us. So, um, speaking of, I'm curious do you do you feel like cycling is um, a really really good thing for you and your symptoms, or is it? Would you say it's the best thing for you, or what? What would you say about how well cycling helps you with your Parkinson symptoms?
1: Oh, it helps me a lot, you know. But uh, I don't, I don't think I would sort of uh, compare it up with the, like boxing and so on. Because, but, but my combination of doing boxing or rock steady oh, boxing, wow. yeah, and and cycling is the best for me actually. Because with with the cycling. Is uh, I get this this uh, really really good uh, exercise for for my cardio and and this aerobic uh, uh, endurance uh, exercise and with boxing I also get all the other aspects of this you know and with some push-ups too it's going to be perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I think that what you say makes a lot of sense because like the the boxing classes are really getting you. Uh, working on your hand eye coordination your balance and and move you know moving and in, in space right like you're and you're you're using your arms right which with yeah. cycling um you're kind of sitting there um you don't move a whole lot so it's not really helping you with with some of those things that that you do get addressed um with the boxing but like you said with cycling you know you're you're doing long uh, sometimes like we did a three hour 3 hour ride, you know, a couple weekends ago and I think you did another 3 hour ride this past weekend with the group. And that's a long time, right, to be to be exercising, but I really I really think that that is super important for me personally to be spending a lot of time on the bike cuz I do notice from for myself, I do notice a lot of difference in in terms of a reduction of my tremors when I do that.
1: Right. Yeah, and also because I, I don't, my, I don't have that much tremor actually. I never had uh, this rigidity and and Brad out, i you call it in English, but yes, but, yeah. And but, and the cycling helps me too, you know. And but sometimes it takes a lot of time. I have to cycle like many case or an hour or something like that, and then sort of, it sort of kicks in. You know, it sort yeah. of feels whoa, Suddenly it gets. I'm getting tired, but my my symptoms are getting better. You know.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: So I, 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 I hear a lot of a lot of the Parkinson cyclists talking about this actually, that after
0: 30, 40 after cases, time, Yeah, all yeah. Time you sort of get relief
1: more relief from your symptoms than you did in the start, even though we are sort of more tired, kind of
0: Yeah. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Um in and, and you know, you and I have talked already about some research that's out there. That, that talks about how good um, cycling is is for you as a, as a person with Parkinson's, um, and yeah. I think that that particular study compared parkin par- compared cycling with yoga, right?
1: Yeah, or at least uh, you're thinking of the Park in Shape study. I think uh, f- from the Netherlands or so Holland, uh, and and I think they sort of compared the aerobic exercise uh,
0: to which- stretching.
1: Yeah, to stretching, you know. Yeah. And they, but they were they were doing uh, indoor cycling for forty five minutes, three times a week, I think. And compare that with a group that was doing stretching, or I don't know if I, if it was yoga or it was just stretching. But yeah, and and they, they did all of these tests in front. There was sort of a, a RCT study, you know, and they found really significant uh, differences between the that group who doing. Sort of calm, easy stretching exercises to those doing aerobic exercises, like on a, on a, uh, indoor bike, you know, in the right. training, yeah. And that was sort of kind of evidence, you know, also they, or they, they they took pictures of the brain, you know, scan scan the brains of these, and right. they, they found differences in the, the development. The, the people that the OG group that was doing uh, cycling, they was had less less uh, loss of their neuro cells in the brain and so on. So, so oh. it is, and it's important you know, to find it, to get some gold standard research and science of, of this this, uh, this topic.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, lucky for me, you know, I was already a cyclist before I had Parkinson's. So it's kind of like, I just kept doing what I was doing, but um, I was very encouraged to find out, you know, various things about research that's been done that cycling definitely helps, um, with the, with the progression of the disease and and helps with symptoms. So, and obviously there's other exercises that do as well, but, um, it's something that I already did. So it just worked out great for me.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, and it sounds like you were a little bit doing it before you got, um, the diagnosis as well.
1: Yes, I was, I was cycling a bit before.
0: So okay, back to the the bike to Barcelona. Um, I'm curious when this idea came into your head, and you were sort of making the decision that you were going to do this. Um, did you discuss this with your with your family, um, yeah. and kind of how 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 did they react to this?
1: Yeah, yeah. they do know. No, yeah. I I told them. <laughs> yeah, well first I would just say. World well, Park and Congress means a lot, a lot to me, you know, yeah. from, from like in Montreal, I was not in Montreal, but already there, we sort of got the in, impact of the boxing and the, the input from there. Yeah, and in, that's... Port, and in Portland in 2016, I was there and we had this, uh, there was this photo ex- exhibition from Norway that was I followed there, which I was a part of and so on. And then, in I was an ambassador for, for the Congress in Kyoto where sort of... Uh, all the way from Portland until the Congress in Kyoto was working for the Congress to promote yeah. it and so on. Yeah. And in Kyoto, I met, uh, you know, in the Congress, you meet all of the researchers and you can get a lot of new info and so on, but you also meet a lot of people, you know, on people with Parkinson's from around the world, kind of like we are meeting now too, you know, but they were meeting face to face. And, and in, in, uh, Kyoto, in one of the uh, the uh, world cafes there, which was our arrangement by Cathy Mollahan, also YOPD, uh, I met up with Alison Anderson, uh, who is a cyclist, and I've been cycling a lot, I've been doing a lot of of, uh, of uh, cycling around the world, actually. And and really got to know each other, and I really kept, kept uh, uh, talking, and she is, was the one who came up with this crazy idea of uh, for the next World Pakistan Congress in Barcelona to, to sort of make a, a project of cycling there from from UK and
0: out to Barcelona. So that discussion happened at the at, in Kyoto. Is that what you're saying? Uh,
1: no, not uh, I. We sort of got to know each other in Kyoto, and she told me okay. she was a cyclist, and then we we kept we kept in touch and we sort of message, and uh, and uh, she presented me for this idea, and I'm wondering if that could be something. And I said it was it's just just perfect, crazy, you know. It's not too crazy, yeah. and it's it's not uh, something easy to achieve. It's it's a perfect oh. perfect challenge, kind of yeah. Yeah. So, and then and then and we have been collaborating about this but, but Alison. Is is I just call her Queen Alison because she's in char- <laughs> in charge of this and she's doing a lot of great work in arranging this uh, this uh, UK team and uh, on. So and you were asking about my family. Yes, I was sort of. I had to mention it to my family. <laughs> I wanted to do this, and and they they are, have been really supportive all the time during my time with my diagnosis, you know, and all these yeah. uh, projects I sort of start and and do, and also this uh, they sort of uh, worry a little bit, you know, are you sure? And uh, but, right. but uh, when I said yeah, and we, we 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 speak about it, and and they support me and. And uh, they are happy for me when I, I can do some challenges uh, like this. Oh, I'm sure. Like,
0: yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're going to be super proud of you because I know you're going to do awesome and you're going to do great. Oh, so, thank you. Um, yeah, but I'm sure the the initial conversation was kind of like, "You want to do what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something like that."
0: So, yeah. So, do you personally think this is going? You think this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done?
1: Oof, uh, no. It's hard to, to compare these things, you know. But uh, and I, as I said, I don't know how hard it's going to be, you know, doing this that many days after each other. But but uh, no, I don't think it's going to be the hardest thing I've done. Oh it's going to be very hard. Yeah, I think that that one day ride of three hundred and sixty k's. We were just three of us, you know, so we yeah. had that much draft and things. That was right. hard. So.
0: Yeah. That might have been the hardest one. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to ask you this question again afterwards. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what are you hoping to get out of this, personally? You um, know,
1: yeah, it's it's like, it's one thing is achievement of, of doing a, a challenge like this, you know, the personal challenge, the personal achievement of of getting to Barcelona and know that uh, I was cycling the, all the, through France on my own you know it's
0: which is uh, really cool yeah it
1: is I mean, it's an achievement a personal achievement for myself you know but, but also to to do this as a whole it's a wider project you know to to be, to be a part of a group doing this both with parkinson's or without and also we the way and the people with parkinson's in the group uh, to get them to know them better uh and to Go to to the congress and to meet uh, all my friends there for the congress there, and to meet new friends and all these these things. And so, in 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 a challenge like this and in a physical activity like cycling for days like this, you know, we are sort of really going to get to know each other good. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to that to to, to sort of get the, get to know uh, the the rest of the group uh, more more.
0: Yeah. Um... You, you bring up something that I'm only st- sort of starting to comprehend as someone who's had the disease for a couple of years, and that is um, for the first time, I think maybe even recently, I, I said to my wife and one of my friends that Parkinson's may be one of the best things that's ever happened to me. And it's crazy because Parkinson's sucks. You know, it's not a good disease to get, but... I've developed relationships and, and met people that I never would have met otherwise. And so I do, I do value that. So I totally, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. That's very valuable.
1: Yeah. It is, you know, I, for, for my, myself, I won't say that uh, Parkinson's is a good thing that happened to me. I would never say that, I think, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, and the point is that it's sort of with with the mindset that I think you show me and I try to have myself, you know, you sort of use this this thing that happens to us in a in a positive way that we you know, we we fight back and we use this to to develop new relationships and to meet new mm-hmm. people and to make this and uh, turn this around to be to be an opportunity maybe, you know. So And, but I don't think Parkinson's is a good thing to to get for anyone actually. So, and, uh, it's it's not
0: a good disease. No, it's not a good disease for anyone to have. I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but, um, I do appreciate the fact that it has given me some, some things like I would, I wouldn't be talking to you right now, you know, um, stuff like that, um, that I, that I wouldn't want to change, you know, um, I would, I would want to change. I would, if I could change it, I wouldn't want to have Parkinson's, but, oh. but I wouldn't want to give up the relationships that, you know, that I've gained from it and the things that I've learned personally. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of how.
1: Okay. I follow you on that. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. But also I have to sort of acknowledge yours, yours and mine approach to it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, that's, and that's, uh, uh, not it doesn't come uh, by itself, you know. You sort of had to work that mindset too during during these these and these uh, years with the, the disease, and also to uh, in, in I sort of use the word uh, reconciler or reconciliation. It's yes, not in a religious way, you know, but but sort of as an ongoing process, more than more than to accept the diagnosis, just to accept sort of more a passive way of it, you know. But to reconcile I have to stay active, and it's a process that I I can't sort of get uh, finished with it, you know. And I have to go new rounds with this uh, during my well, my years with this diagnosis. And,
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's like an ongoing thing. Yeah, um, it's kind of like um, a marriage in some ways, where you know you have to constantly make the dis, you know, you have to constantly. Uh, make the choice to love the person and to accept the person for who they are. And it's, you know, it's, it's an ongoing relationship. Um, and I think, yeah, some days maybe you feel like you've accepted that you have Parkinson's and some days maybe you, you don't want to accept that. Um, but I think for the most part, you know, um, accepting it it's if you're willing to make, to do the work, as you say, the the reconciliation I like I like that term actually Mm -hmm. um, of just working through the trauma and working through the the anger and the frustration and the sadness if you're if you're willing to do that work and you as a therapist um, I know you appreciate that a lot Um, and I you know you and I have talked I I see a therapist as well and she helps me a lot Um, and I'm gonna have her on the podcast um, soon but um, you know you have to be willing to do the work to get to, to anyone who experiences trauma uh, of any kind or who has something happen to them that they don't want, that they didn't want to happen, you know, it takes a lot of time and, and it's a back and forth thing sometimes, but I, I like the word trajectory um, because I think that's, that's where we have to think about like some days we're down. Some days are not good. You know, some days are good, but what we want to see is sort of a, a positive jerk trajectory over time. Hmm. Which I think you you exhibit very well with that. You know, you. I'm I'm so so impressed with the amount of stuff that you've done since your diagnosis in terms of, you know, organizing things and helping others. Like that's that's really what I think is important. That's what I like to do is help others as well. So,
1: yeah, help others also to. To organize and to to arrange uh, meetings and uh, opportunities to exercise and so on. It sort of yes also gives me something just to do that you know and uh, and that's a good good thing in, in itself.
0: You know, as oh as well. yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a way of kind of like taking care of yourself, but bringing others along too. You know, like you're helping others at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think so.
1: But you, so, just you, you were asking about uh, what I I feel I hope to achieve from this biking to Barcelona. and I just wanted to say that one thing is to 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 sort of cross the finish line in Barcelona. But but this project and this this uh, tour has started already. You know, it started in uh, in September maybe when where we sort of sort of exercising on Swift uh, like uh, on a regular basis with this goal of of doing this this tour. You know, I was exercising on Swift earlier too but like really stepping up a bit for this and and in this group where a lot of people are not participating in the Viking Barcelona but they're still on the Swift and and do this regularly and that's that's sort of also a part of the whole project you know to meet you you and and our friendship you know so it's it's part of this uh, Viking Barcelona actually kind of you know in the Swift thing and that's Mm -hmm so already now I have sort of achieved a lot from this project without I love that. cycling a centimeter, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a good point because you 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 can't just show up when you want to do something like this and do it right. It takes a lot of prep, a lot of preparation. Definitely. Yeah, that's and so, so that's part of the journey. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So. That's awesome. So, so, um, I know that the, the purpose behind doing the, the, um, Tour to Parkinson's um, is to raise awareness for Parkinson's. Uh, how do you hope that doing that will will help with that goal in mind?
1: Yeah, well, you know, uh, doing a project like this uh, is uh, creating some opportunities for for uh, collaborating with the different uh, people and organizations and so on. So, so we already with the World Parkinson Congress on its own. That's they are also. also all this and, and arrange this project. So it's kind of in a, under the World Parkinson Congress, you know. But we also have uh, meetings with the, the Parkinson uh, organization in France, or in, yes, in, in France. Yeah. 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 So, so they are, we're working with them to, to sort of make some meetups, meetups with them in, in real life there. Uh, oh, for course. Cool. At the here and there. And also, we have some collaboration with uh, with uh, 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 firms and companies that also sponsor and have logos on jerseys and so on. But,
0: yeah. Through that, we're going to to make raise some awareness about this disease because
1: and there are a lot of uh, unmet needs due to sort of information around this uh, this disease. You know. Yes. Both both in itself, but also due to uh, that we are YOPDs or young onset Parkinson's that we sort of get, you know, when we are so young, and, <clears throat> and also to what we can do, and not what we can do after diagnosis. So just by, by cycling to Barcelona after I had the diagnosis for fourteen years, you know, people some people don't know that that's possible, and in doing this, you know, it sort of also gives you the opportunity to to tell people that and it's possible. <laughs>
0: And and also, possible, yeah.
1: Definitely, and also with with the DBS, you know, to cycle, you can still cycle after a DBS, and with the DBS, that helps me a lot to do so.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. It's really great. Um, I'm I'm sure that you guys are going to inspire a lot of folks, not just people with Parkinson's, but probably lots of other people who may be struggling with some kind of chronic illness to see uh, a bunch of people do something like that. I know I'm personally already inspired. So um, I appreciate you guys doing that. wish I could join you, but like I said, maybe next time. Yeah. So, um, so is there anything that the audience can do to support this? Um, t-
1: yeah, you know, uh, they can log into the World Parks and Congress uh, webpage to follow this. Uh, we have our own uh, spot there on the other okay. page. Yeah. To follow, follow our right. And we are, uh, uh, putting out some blog uh, blogs there, and we're also going to share some some videos and photos from our exercising and training and this. And also when we start our ride, we'll be able to share this in social media so to follow along yeah. yeah.
0: So, so people will be able to follow along with you guys through social media when you do the actual event.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Is there so, going to yeah. be a, a spot that they need to go to in particular, or is that com- forthcoming? Or
1: you they sure follow. Yet. Not sure. If they follow the World Parkinson Congress, they will definitely be aware of where to follow us.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they should. I know the World Parkinson Congress has a Instagram, Facebook.
1: Yeah, I think they have all of those. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Even even TikTok, I think uh, they Okay. Follow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So so everyone should follow them for sure, and that, and that'll. Probably help them. They'll they'll see what's going on through that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, okay, if, cool. they know, and if they know people with Parkinson's that sort of cycle or, or Swift or whatever, get in touch with me personally. They can do that too. You know, or you or yourself. You know, to to, to join up, join us on, on Swift How
0: how would if somebody wanted to reach out to you? How would they do that?
1: I am on Facebook. Okay.
0: That's, yeah. Is that the best so, way? Okay. Yeah, on messenger. They find
1: but got
0: that man
1: the my name on Messenger so they can reach out there. Yeah, okay. yeah. And also the swap uh, page that sort of is on by way, to, going to be created
0: these days. Okay, yeah. Share that link with me whenever you guys have it, and then I could post it as well. Yep. Thanks. So awesome. So do you have any idea? I'm gonna let you go because I know we're about to have uh, a ride here in a little while. Yeah, so we have to go. We have to go <laughs> change change clothes, get ready to True. sweat. Yep. So, um, what uh, what's next for you? Do you think after after Barcelona, do you have any plans oh. yet?
1: Oh, uh, first thing after Barcelona, I'm going to be with the family. Yes. are we're going to have a holiday here first, Are we're going to travel a little bit and to be with them because I'm going to be yes. away from away from them for three and a half a week with this cycle project and the the, the congress itself. So it's a like, long time. Right. It is. So that's sort of the first thing. And then mm-hmm. we'll see uh, with this swap uh, swap group that uh, we have to make some plans for more cycling. So maybe we'll come to US or Texas or something and cycle yes. along. Yeah. We're going
0: we're gonna to do a tour across the United States. Yeah. I'm game. Oh. Let's do it. <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Um I think we should make that happen. We'll see we'll see, man. especially if they're doing the uh Congress here next time, that would be awesome. Cool.
1: Yeah. We'll would. see.
0: So, hey, I I really enjoyed the conversation and I think um I think it's going to be great um for the audience to hear and hopefully they'll be inspired and um we are definitely going to follow the journey as it continues all the way to Barcelona and I'll be giving updates on my socials and i think we're gonna do another podcast episode as well at some point afterwards just to talk about it and have you yeah. guys on you maybe uh the other runa yeah um, and whoever else uh we want and um hopefully um maybe i could be there with you guys when you finish so we'll see about that, that will be be something.
1: Yes. i'm
0: hoping i'm hoping we can make that happen so it be great, so it was a pleasure and um I guess I'll see you in about 50 minutes.
1: So, Four minutes, yes. Okay.
0: All right. Um, well, thanks again for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation.